Hello, everybody, and welcome to What Am I Missing, the podcast where I attempt to fill in the gaps of my knowledge through conversations with friends. I'm your host, Brett Walden, and today I am talking to Meg Whitman about beauty pageants. Now, listen, I could go through all of the things that make this conversation interesting, and it is. Uh, Meg goes through a lot of things that I just didn't know about, a lot of misperceptions um, that perhaps a lot of us have about beauty pageants, and in particular, the people who um, participate in them. And that's all fine and good, and I could give you a nice little preview of that. But I do want to let you know that there is a part of this conversation where we are trying to come up with a name and try though we might, we are unable to do it. And especially listening back, it is very frustrating because you want to scream it at the top of your lungs because how could we forget the name? So I'm just going to say it right now so that when you get to that part, you know exactly who we're talking about and you don't have to send in the letters or the emails or the messages on Facebook, okay? So, when we talk about Naked Miss America, we're talking about Vanessa Williams, okay? Vanessa Williams. There. I said it. It's out there. We know who it is. We never get it throughout the entire episode, so bear with us. But everything else, spot on perfect, all right? As always, there's a sneak preview of episode 18 coming out next Monday at the very end of the show. But enough preamble. Let's go walking on air with the fairest affair with Meg Whitman. Take it away, Anthony. Let's get started. Welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, it is Monday, or whatever day you've decided to download this podcast on, uh, but it came out on Monday. Um, and I'm so happy that you're here, and I am so happy to have uh, the guest in studio right now. Uh, her name is Meg Whitman, and uh, you knew that if you downloaded the show already. And we're going to talk about something that I know nothing about, yes. and I'm very interested in learning more about. I have a million questions. Perfect. I'll probably get to about six of them. Great. Um, but we are talking about beauty pageants. Yes. Yes. So say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. It's Meg. Um, but actually in beauty pageants, I was known as Meggie Whitman. So Meggie? Meggie. Yeah. Okay. I changed my name when I was like 24. So well, you changed it f- from Meggie. From to Meggie. Meg. Yeah. That's not your, is that your given name? My given name? name's Margaret. Okay. Yeah. So like a whole a whole different things, but in pageants for some reason, since I was younger, I was Meggie Whitman. Was that bestowed upon you, or was that a? Um, I was always called Meggie as a kid. Uh huh. Um. So naturally, when I did pageants, I was that was just my name. But look, looking back, I'm like, that sounds so tiny. Like I'm <laughs> Meggie Whitman. <laughs> I'm sure it helped at a certain age. Yeah. To endear you to the crowd. Yeah. I mean, I started as a junior teen, so at 13, Ooh. that was perfect. Sure. Um. At 24. Maggie. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's why I didn't win. I don't know. <laughs> we'll get into that. Maybe. Maybe. Um, okay, so Maggie Whitman. Yeah. Here she is. There um, I am. And so uh, obviously we're, we're already kind of jumping into it. So you're here to talk about beauty pageants because you yes. you did them. I did. You do them? No. I'm you don't retired. do them anymore. I'm retired. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I started when I was 13. Um, we moved from Central Florida to Ohio in the summer. I had nothing to do. And we got in one of those mailings. It's like, hey, do you want to be the next National American Miss? And I was like, sure. Okay. So I spent that next year kind of preparing for the summer pageant the following year. And um, I was still vastly underprepared. Um, yeah. Because it's such an interesting realm that you know nothing about till you're in it. Well, based on um, based on reality television mm-hmm. and things like that, it, it, it does at least give off the illusion that it is a, it is a, young, it is a young girl's game. 
Right. It's almost like ballet or like dance where it's just like if you don't if you don't jump in when you're mm-hmm. four or five, like you can never catch up. Right. Is that what you experienced or, or were you just... No. I mean, it's good. It's different. Yeah. Uh, like the toddlers and tiaras is kind of what people know of pageants, which is a shame because yeah. <laughs> hot mess. I never was a part of that. Okay, I yeah. would never put my, you know, potential kids through that. That's not really my game. Sure. Um, but I started at 13 and then I ended up um, in the Miss America program when I was, uh, I guess I was 18. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe. Maybe I was 19. Whatever. I was a teenager. So um, that's kind of, you have to start as a teenager from the MISC programs. So as far as MISC is concerned, there's a very specific age range. It's 18 to 24. Mm -hmm. So um, you can't start, I mean, if you start earlier, you have more, I guess, presence on stage and practice in that realm. Right. But you can only do Miss America for those certain amount of years. Gotcha. And the MISC program is what? All of the Miss America? So, yeah. So Miss America, people... People think that Miss America and Miss USA are the same thing, but they're actually two completely separate pageants and two completely separate entities. Okay. Um, and Miss America started first in 1921, um, and then Miss USA kind of like spread out and, and did their own thing and made their own pageant because of it. Mm-hmm. And now there's like a million and five. Like Miss Fancy Pants America could be one. <laughs> like you can just create whatever you want to be. Right. Um, so yeah, so it's kind of, it could be anything. There's Miss and then Misses is the next realm up, like when you get married. Like if you're married or divorced, you can be in Mrs. or Ms. That seems oddly specific. I know. Because there's a very specific rule in Miss America and Miss USA that you can never have been married and never have been pregnant. Oh. Yeah. So you can't have ever had a baby really? or have been married. Yeah. I don't know why. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, wow. Uh, already. <laughs> so, so many, many questions. questions. Um, so I guess going back though to your, so your personal experience is mm-hmm. that you were a teenager when you got into it. So you, you sort of had agency over your choice. Totally. This wasn't a situation where it was like one or both parents sort of like no. making the choice for you. And then you just kind of grew into it. This was something that you actively saw and yeah. said, I would like to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just completely chose to do it. Uh, my mom and dad ended up liking it they thought it was cool mm-hmm. um but you know anytime i wanted to quit my mom was fine with it because you know there's <laughs> right. there's expenses that go along with it sure so she's like if you don't want to do this we're good we fine. can get out yeah so what is the um wh- what was it that that sort of i mean you kind of mentioned that you just had nothing else to do but mm-hmm. what what about that in uh, you know as opposed to anything else sure <laughs> sort of made you go i'm gonna pursue pageants right um I always have loved singing and performing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, um, you know, I was going to be on Broadway when I was younger. That's my, that was my goal. Sure. So knowing that there was a talent competition as part of this, I was like, oh, I can just cast myself in whatever role I want to be and sing a song. Um, so the talent portion was probably my biggest reason for doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, who doesn't, I mean, many people don't want to, but who doesn't want to just dress up and, you know, kind of play pretend and be a princess for a little bit. So sure. I, um, I was a little bit awkward and shy, and I was like, sure, let's go completely opposite. And uh, I think pageants was what kind of helped me get out of my shell. That's so fascinating. Yeah. Oh, I was terrified of any sort of communication. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the the fascinating point, is that if that's true, then your solution to that is to completely throw yourself into something where not only are you performing in front of a bunch of people, but Mm -hmm. you are almost, I mean, you are... 
I don't want to say I, I don't mean exposing yourself like physically, no, but, but you yeah. are but you are putting yourself out there mm-hmm. to be literally judged, right? Physically and, and you know, yeah. So I, I don't know socially. Sure. <laughs> no, and I think I think it was it wasn't such a big leap in my head because I had been doing musicals and plays so to me it was just kind of that next step right but it's not until you actually get in it when you're like oh they're judging me like they they might just you know oh they didn't like my character or like oh I was really you know this or that but no they didn't like me yeah like that was a weird kind of thing yeah um which you know when I first started like I got top 35 out of like 150 girls and so I was like what (laughs) I was completely shocked I didn't expect to get anything yeah so it wasn't until probably like halfway through my pageant career that I really dealt with like oh they didn't like me at first I was like I'm great they love me yeah you came in hot well yeah and I didn't have any expectations but then I started being like no I'm a talented performer I deserve to get this right and that's when it's like oh they just didn't like me yeah what the heck yeah um it kind of reminds me of of, uh when I tried to do stand-up um Mm -hmm. in college uh, I had a friend of mine who did it, and we had done improv together, but he okay. was starting to get into the stand-up scene, and he was like, you should just do an open mic, and so I, uh, I I took him up on his offer, and I and I kind of improvised my way through my first set, okay. but it went over well enough that I went back for a second week, mm-hmm. um, but I, I broke the very sort of... Uh, cardinal rule of stand-up comedians which is like just work the material that you have Mm -hmm. and just refine it shine it make it better and i was like i'm gonna do new sets every single time um which which burnt me out after (laughs) after a month but but it was that same feeling of man when it worked yeah unlike improv you know it was like the highs were so high Mm -hmm. because it was all on me yeah I came up with the material. Everybody loved it. Wow. But when it didn't work, there was nobody else to turn to or blame. No, and it was, it was just like, you. oh, I'm terrible. Yeah. You know? And and, and so it, it sounds like it's kind of that same thing where oh, suddenly sure. you're just like, I, you know, in improv, at least you can kind of turn to the rest of your team and go, hey, we all screwed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know? But, uh, but when you're up there by yourself and somebody's like, you're not good enough. Yeah. And you turn around and there's nobody else on stage and you're just like, nope. oh boy. No, it's all, it's like all that you put into it. Right. And everyone sees like, you know, Miss America or Miss USA and it's a two to three hour telecast and that's all they see. But like, girls work for years. Mm-hmm. Like you can compete from when you're 18 to 24. So some girls compete at their, at their state pageant for six years to win. Right. So, I mean, they're spending so much time and so much effort and, it's on you. Like if you ate that cheeseburger and like you didn't work out and like it shows in your swimsuit, like, or if you just didn't go to that voice lesson, like there are girls who are just like, Oh, I just wish you like, you just really have to put it all on the floor and just like have no regrets. Of course. So it sounds like, I mean, obviously it's, it's a lot of hard work and I don't Mm -hmm. think that people really appreciate outside of that world what what actually goes into it. So, and that's mostly why I'm excited Mm -hmm. to have you here because I want, I want you to talk me through yeah. a day in the life. Totally. What What did you experience when you first walked in that you were sort of like immediately surprised by? Well, okay. So I started when I was 13 and there's just, there was very little, um, you know, research that could be done about like w- what to do, like what mm-hmm. even, how do you even start? So I went to like Dillard's and I got like a, you know, really on sale prom dress after the season. Looking <laughs> back, it was horrible. Like yeah. I look at those pictures. 
and not my best. Um, <laughs> and then like my sister did my hair and it was like an updo that was just, it was atrocious. Like right. she tried her best, but we both know it wasn't really beautiful. <laughs> um, and it just, it very quickly being there, like everyone was wearing poofy dresses. I did not get the memo. So like just knowing, okay, next year, like I know I need a poofy dress. Right. And, you know, doing your hair a certain way and doing your makeup a certain way. Um, you know, so much of it, you just learned by failing at it, Sure. which, you know, I did. And then I learned, um, but yeah, so mainly for Miss America, like day to day, it was, I had a personal trainer. Um, they knew the password to my, my fitness pal. So they checked up on me and saw what I was eating and then they would adjust accordingly. And I had very specific like calories I needed to reach, um, because swimsuit was my weakest portion Mm -hmm. of the pageant. So that's what I was focusing on the most. And then there's talent. So you have to pick a song. It has to be 90 seconds. So there's a ton of editing because no song is 90 seconds. Of course. And you want to have like the big money note and the intro and still make it make sense. Um, So working on that, refining that, going to voice lessons, um, interviews. So watching a ton of um, the news. I hate the news. My dad's actually on the news and I just never watched it. Um, He's on the news? He used to be. He used to be a news anchor. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Um, so I, but I never watched him because local news is depressing. Sure. Um, national news is depressing. every news is depressing. <laughs> so I had to watch the, I had to watch the news and be up to date on what's going on. Um, because in the interview, they can literally ask you any question ever. Right. Uh, it could be about politics. It could be, what's your favorite color? Um, so you have to be ready for everything. Um, and then yeah, on stage question as well, it's usually political questions. So you need to be ready for that mm-hmm. evening gown. You have to go pick out the gown and you have to get it altered and, um, you have to figure out, you know, what styles look good on you. Uh, and this isn't every day all day, um, because all of us have either we're working or we're in school. Uh, so this is definitely a part-time thing. Um, but we're also like so focused every day I did something of course to do with it, whether, even if it was just eating and going to, you know, my workout, yeah. but it, it took up a lot of my brain space for many years. It just, it sounds like it. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's almost, you, you have, you have to want it. Oh Yeah. You, and no one can want it for you. Like when the whole toddlers and tiaras thing, like once you get to be a Miss America, like you can't, it's, it's so much of a full-time job if you win your state or, or national pageant right? that you, you know, like your mom can't want it enough for you to actually want it. You have to do it day to day. Right. Cause it, 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 even before you hit the stage, it's still an, it sounds like an individual pursuit. For sure. You're relying on yourself entirely. And it's, I mean, it can be, it was draining too. I mean, I had a boyfriend at the time when I was preparing. So he's like, do you want to go out to eat? I'm like, yeah, but we have to go to Applebee's because I know exactly what I can get that's in my macros. Like right. it's so lame. Yeah. Um, but I, I understood that it was for a time. It was for a purpose. There was an end game in sight. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was, it was doable because I had that ultimate goal. Did it, did it do anything mentally for you? I mean, what, I, was there a reward in doing all of those things and kind of, you know, limiting your social life and your diet and, right. you know, working that hard in your spare time. I mean, what, what was the reward for that? Yeah. I mean, the ultimate reward people want is to win and to, to do that. And I, I never won Miss Ohio, which I competed in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always got pretty close. And so I think every year getting a little bit better was like, okay, I, I worked hard. Like this is kind of my reward for that. Yeah. Um, but also in general, I mean, the the skills that I learned, like the public speaking, I was terrified. I mean, I was terrified of calling up Best Buy and asking if they had a CD available. Sure. Like, so my public speaking completely increased. Um, the fact that I got on stage in a bikini in front of mil- not millions, 
who am I talking about? <laughs> uh, in front of hundreds of people in Ohio. Like that's not something that I would normally assume I would able be able to do. Right. So, um, yeah, just like the pride of like, I did this. Yeah. That's pretty badass. Yeah. Um, so I think that helped and knowing that I had, um, the discipline to do it. I can't say I have the discipline now, but right. I had it at a time. Yeah. And so I know that I'm capable of it and that's really cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's sort of, uh, it's like, um, you know, cause I went to grad school for acting and it's mm-hmm. just one of those things that it, the, the actual piece of paper, I always joke that the actual like degree itself is completely worthless. Sure. Um, you know, everything leading up until the point that they handed it to me was mm-hmm. worthwhile and has helped me in my career. But the actual, you know, outside of wanting to teach, yeah. it just, it's, it's meaningless. It's right there on my wall. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but what it does show on the resume is that I'm capable of seeing projects through. Sure. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it sounds like it's kind of that same thing. Yeah. Where you just go, I did it. Well, and I think I'm just as well off, if not better off than some of the people who have won. It right. doesn't, it doesn't say what the trajectory of the rest of your life is going to be. Um, and in, in some respects you, it's so subjective. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's not quantitative at all. I mean, it is, there's scores, there's 0.2, all this stuff, but it's so qualitative. It's what does that judge want at that moment? Right. And there's a panel of usually, it's usually an odd number just in case there's like ties, like seven, five to seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe two of them love you and the others are like, meh, I've seen better. Yeah. Like it's, you just don't know. <clears throat> that seems like a pretty healthy way to approach it though, like mentally. I assume yeah. that not every girl shared in that no. in that outlook. <laughs> I think so. And, and <laughs> where you could look at it and go like, well, they just didn't want me today. Right. It's I mean, it's it's one of those things you have to you have to be strong mentally. You have to be strong physically. Um I was thinking about it. I don't think there's any other competition that requires you to be the best your best version of you. Yeah. In every category, like yeah. fitness, um, you have to be, you know, mentally focused. You have to be, you know, socially conscious. Um, you have to you know, be elegant and have stage presence. You have to be talented. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, it's a ton of work. So how much, you know, and I, uh, I, anything that I ask, I don't want it to seem like I'm demeaning because no, I, I, I don't, you it's know, fine. but, but there's, there are a lot of stigmas they go For along sure. with it and there's, you know, so, so my, my question with that is like, how, how important are the other categories outside of just like the, the bikini and, and mm-hmm. like the body stuff? Because that obviously is the cell. Sure. And so that does seem to be the focus. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then it, 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 you know, a more cynical person would almost say like, oh, well the talent and the current events thing, that's just sprinkled in so that we yeah. can kind of justify you know, the, the real part, but did you, did you find that that was sort of the case or did you find that, that no, this is just as important as the other stuff? Um, well, I can mainly speak to Miss America since I was in the Miss America program for, Mm -hmm. um, three years. So their scoring, actually they have a scoring breakdown and I'm going to try to remember it by heart, but I know that talent was worth 30%, which was actually the majority of it. Interview was worth 25%. Um, I'm pretty sure swimsuit was like 10 um, so it definitely goes down. So talent is the majority of it. Interview being the second, and then evening gown uh, and swimsuit and onstage question kind of um, that way. Right. Um, so literally score wise, percentage wise, talent is most talent and interview are most important. Oh, wow. Uh, which I think is really exciting, and that's kind of what what draw me to Miss America because um, talent was my favorite part anyway. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh sweet, I get like more points because I'm good at this. That's great. Yeah. Um, 
and and yeah, I mean, swimsuit was to me that was my my least favorite category going into it. But I'm so glad that I pushed myself to do that because if I hadn't had swimsuit as a category, I'd be like, oh, I can just kind of coast. Right. But because that was a category, I I really really took into account what I needed to do to get better in that category, and then everything overall. Um, I improved in every single category because I was like, well, I might as well. Sure. Um, so I really think that the uh, the um, addition of swimsuit or the, the thing that it's there, uh, the reason is good. I, I think it pushes people outside of their comfort zone. Yeah. Um, but it's no longer a part of the Miss America competition. Is it not? This year they took it away. Oh, I do think I remember hearing Miss that. America 2.0. Wow. Yeah. So what does that mean? It means instead of uh, the swimsuit portion, they have like a peer-to-peer interview. Mm. So like someone like Miss Kentucky like pulls out a... Uh, question asks it to Miss Indiana per se, and then she answers the question. So it's like another onstage question, right? Which it's like we, I've been there, done that. But <laughs> I personally, I, I see it both ways. Like yeah. I think it's great because people who normally would have been like, well, there's no chance for me in hell to get into a bathing suit, like, but I still want to be this. Um, it gives an opportunity and to not feel judged. Yeah. Um, but it's just it started as a swimsuit competition. Yeah. Like they created it in Atlantic city to bring tourists there in September. And then now they don't have it at all. Right. It seems like that was our history. Like we can't completely omit the one thing that started this. Yeah. So that's a little bit of a bummer. Um, yeah, I, I do. I want to get into the history a little mm-hmm. bit, but, but it does. Yeah. It, it, it's, it seems like, I mean, how do you feel? It, it is almost, I don't know. It's a hard thing, especially in this climate. Sure. Um, you know, and it, and it makes sense in this particular like snapshot of time mm-hmm. to be like, yeah, maybe this is inappropriate now, but right. you know, how much do you say, well, this is, this is a part of, you know, know what you're getting into. Exactly. And girls do, <laughs> you know, I mean, and if that doesn't work for you, then maybe this yeah, isn't for do you. Do something else. Yeah. You know, do like speech and debate if you want some sort of public speaking opportunity or do musicals if you want a talent outlet. Yeah. There's other ways. Like, I think, again, the beauty of it is it's just so well-rounded. Like, you have to be, like, the best you've ever been in order to win. Right. And that, I, don't, I think taking away the swimsuit just takes away the history and it takes away a challenge. Right. You know? Yeah. So what is that history? You said it goes back to 19... 19- 1921. Okay. Um, 1921, they had the first Miss America, but I don't think it was called that. It was, like, the most beautiful bathing beauty or something didn't catch on classic 20s didn't catch on yeah um and then so the first winner was margaret gorman and she was from dc i don't think there were that many people i think there were like 20 girls maybe (laughs) from all over the country um so i think dc won the second year um ohio won and so this is like our claim to fame because we haven't won a ton we're like we won the second one though (laughs) and she's the only one to win twice oh really she won the second year she won the third year. Wow. She came back the fourth year, got first runner-up, and then they made the rule, you can only win once. Oh, wow. So she's the reason. <laughs> she was the FDR of I mean, she Miss just, America. She just kept on keeping on. She so. must have been quite a, right? quite a bathing quite a beauty. Quite a looker, yeah. Look at the stems on that one. <laughs> I know, and they had the, you know, the, it was like the bathing, like, suit, like, short kind yeah. of thing. So it was way 20s. Yeah. But yeah, so now you can only win once, and there's... There's a lot of history of like something weird happening and then them making rules like, yeah, no, 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 not anymore, not anymore. 
like like they're just figuring out on the fly yeah yeah I like actually now that I think about it the um never been married never been um a a mom rule happened because someone literally got married and divorced in the same year that she was Miss America they're like yeah none of that we don't (laughs) <laughs> no, we want no part in that. Just because, because why? Because it just tarnishes. I guess it just, yeah, like they're in the public eye, or like it, it just, I don't know, the shame yeah. of, I don't really understand, but they, um, yeah, there's a long history of just them like, oh, now we know we're not going to do that. Oh, right. let's not do that now. I mean, is it, it, it does seem like there could be a lot of like dictating too, though, of like how you need to lead your life, or, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, did you, did you find that? Is that, is that not an issue, or? Um, I mean, or is it just, again, a case of like, you you know what you're getting into. You kind of know what you're getting into, but I also do feel like it had an effect. Um, in general, I was a very like by the book kind of person. Like I didn't drink till I was 21 and I was like, drugs, what are those? Like very, and still to this day, I'm just like very kind of streamlined. Sure. Um, but it still like made me scared. Like just like, I always felt like every time I left my house, I had to wear makeup and I had to like be the part and I had to be a representation for the because I'm like in my mind a local celebrity and people know who I am. I'm <laughs> yeah. just like Miss, millions of people are I'm looking Miss at Cleveland. You. People sure. will know. <laughs> so I, I definitely took it like a little more seriously than most. And I was just like even in college, like I wasn't, I didn't party. I didn't want to party, but I was like, I'm a representative. If anyone sees me drinking, like heavens, this would be horrible. <laughs> so I, I, I definitely think that my own person as like in addition to Miss America, like made me be like very cautious. Right. Um, some girls didn't care. They were just like themselves on the weekends and then they'd show up in a crown and they were totally different. Sure. Um, but I was just like, no, if I'm Miss America, I'm Miss America every day, all day. Right. But again, it sounds like you had agency over that. Like that, yeah, that was that your was choice. It of, wasn't the yeah. committee or something. No. Doing, I mean, making you do something sort of against your will. No, it was definitely like, I already had the, you know, thoughts to be this way and they just like confirmed it. Right. Um, but there's no like Miss America police being like, you had one alcoholic beverage. Like no one's, <laughs> really doing that right um but with the dawn of social media there was like you know people would take pictures of girls and if that surfaced like you could get your crown taken away Mm. so um i am glad that i avoided all that yeah does that happen a lot crowns Um, getting taken away or yes and no um i think it has to be like the higher the pageant the more crazy it has to be in order for it to happen Mm. um like in a local pageant for instance you have to like it could just be like oh you drank underage we're taking your crown and then if you're miss ohio like it's there's more like like no one would know if my crown was taken away but if you're miss ohio that's kind of more big news and so it kind of has to be something like you broke a rule or like you said you were you know 18 but you're only 17 and you're not allowed to be or whatever the case may be right it has to be like a actual rule break and then uh, miss america even more so um like i know there was now i'm forgetting her name and i feel like an idiot um but her crown was taken away is it vanessa does that ring a bell vanessa um uh, Braxton? No. <laughs> Braxton. Tony Braxton, I'm thinking no. of. Um, you're, uh, Van- the singer, uh, you mean? No, I don't oh. know. She's, she was like a TV host, regardless. I'll think about it in like 10 minutes. Um, but Are we she, thinking of... She was Miss America and her crown was taken away because they found nude photos of her that right. she had taken previously like modeling. Yeah. But that was like, heaven forbid, people were She's the naked Miss America. Yeah. Vanessa? Somebody is in their I was car right say now. Carlton, but... <laughs> somebody's in their car screaming at us right now um she was a singer yeah probably oh boy i literally can picture her i know her dress it had like a foofy thing yeah i can she's the she's the naked miss america yeah she is that's what she's like famous for yeah and her her crown was taken away but like since then 
the Miss America program is like, you're a Miss America. And they like bring her back right. as like a history. I'm like, no, no, no. You gave someone else the title that year. Like you stripped it from her. Yeah. For stripping. So. For stripping. How ironic. How ironic. Yeah. So this this does go back. Oh, man. We're, I, the, the name's going to come to me like in the middle of another <laughs> question. I'm going to be so bad. Um, so, um, so, so, so walk us through what is, what is the process from, from, you know, beginning to pageant or whatever mm-hmm. it is you got, how long do you have to basically, I mean, are you doing smaller pageants like kind of throughout the year or? Yeah. So basically the road to Miss Ohio, for instance, mm-hmm. or to Miss America would be, you first have to win a preliminary competition. Mm-hmm. So those are your local pageants. Some of them are closed off and they're like, okay, you have to be in these few counties to compete. Or there's open ones. So even though I lived in Cleveland, I won a pageant in Toledo because they're like, it's open, come get it. Um, so you have to, you know, figure out what pageant's closest to you, like what title you really, really want. Um, some girls just compete for a lot of them because maybe it's harder for them to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first time, uh, I competed in one pageant for a preliminary, didn't win, and then I was like, screw this, and I just didn't compete <laughs> anymore that year. Then the next year, I competed my first time and I won. Um, so I was already, I was like, oh, cool. That's my ticket to Miss Ohio. I can coast. Um, so you can only win one preliminary. Um, and then you go to Miss Ohio. Usually you have, I think the pageants are in the summer. Um, so you basically have an almost an entire year Mm -hmm. to prepare from winning preliminary to actually competing on state. And then state pageants are usually in the summer and then Miss America is in September. So you have like three to four months depending on when your pageant is. Okay. Um, so yeah, it can be like a full, like year and a half kind of thing, um, yeah. or two years, I guess. No, a year and a half. Um, and that's a year of watching your diet, exercising, yeah, getting be, to- being on your game. And then Oof. also as Miss Ohio or as Miss, any Miss state in the Miss America program, mm-hmm. that's your full-time job. So you quit slash, you know, pause school. Um, you quit slash pause your job. Um, my last year at Miss Ohio, I was like, Hey boss, FYI, I'm probably going to win this year. So <laughs> I hired my replacement and I worked alongside her for like two months before I, I left for Miss Ohio. Wow. And then cut to me texting him, hey, I'll be there on Monday. <laughs> so, because you just, when you know, you know, even though I had no idea. Sure. But um, you, just, you felt it. I felt it. It was like my last year. I was, I was retiring. It was my, you know, 24. I was the top of the, top of the age range. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like going in completely myself. Um, I, there's like things, you know, about pageants and like, Oh, I could do that, but that wouldn't be me. Right. Um, my last year I was like, I'm not rebellious in any, any way, but like I was kind of rebelling against the pageant stereotype. It's like, I'm going to be me. I chose a hilarious uh, musical theater song, mm-hmm. even though I knew opera would kill. Like if I did opera, I might've won. You think you could have? I mean, maybe not. That year was like very specifically, like it was that girl's year. Like it was so obvious to everybody. Oh really? As soon as I showed up, I was like, why are we here? Oh no. Like it was just, she was winning every preliminary, like she was winning talent. She was winning this. I'm like, okay, well yeah. everyone knows who's winning. You had your boss on speed dial already. Like, yeah, I was like, don't, I was like don't, just let me work for you still. <laughs> no good. Um, no. So just, you just don't know. You, you think, you know, and then you have no idea. What, um, do you remember what, what she did versus what, you did that year like what song did you sing um so i sang alto's lament which is a like mashup of a lot of famous broadway songs but sung the alto part of okay so like no one knows the alto part of it right um kind of like as a lament that i'm always stuck on the alto part which Uh um isn't true but i just think it's a really funny song (laughs) yeah um did anyone else think it was funny i don't know okay i mean i think so my parents were laughing up a storm they're huge fans of my 
uh, in my comedy and yeah. singing. Um, but I just don't think that they were ready for like a comedic, funny Miss Ohio. No. Um, so I think in some ways, like, um, yeah, I mean, like the winner, she had like a beautiful dance. I mean, she's an amazing dancer. Her swimsuit body is insane. Like she woke up and she had that body. I was like, how dare you? <laughs> um, and she was like a close friend of mine. Like I really, I really liked her. Um, and I, I just think she, um, she competed for like six years. So this was her last year. This was it. And I think throughout the year, she molded herself to be what they wanted. Right. And I was like, nope, they're going to want me for me. <clears throat> right. And they didn't, which is fine. <laughs> they went, nope. Right. But it's like that ultimate freedom of like, I was entirely myself. I did everything I could have. I was in the top shape. Um, I knew the most about social issues and they didn't want me. That's fine. Yeah. I didn't kick myself like, oh, what, I wish I would have done that. I had no regrets, um, which is kind of like fun to see it's not me. Like, I mean, it, they didn't want me. I could have done anything else and it still wouldn't have been me. Right. Which is fine. Yeah. So it, in a way, it's like it isn't me. They, just, yeah. they wanted a certain thing that I was never going to be able to be. Yeah. But again, that's just, that's just a very healthy way to look at things, yeah. though. And maybe I've had to like have that. You know, I'm, I'm was obviously upset. Like I went straight from there to McDonald's like after. Sure. Cause you know, I needed, I needed to get back into eating crap. Of but, course. Um, yeah. I mean, it's upsetting. It's, it, it takes, it probably takes like a week after like Miss Ohio or something yeah. like that to really feel okay again. Well, it is a still a, you know, I'm sure it still is, it feels like a rejection of you. And especially mm-hmm. when you, you put yourself out there so completely Yeah. and this panel goes, nah. Yeah. She's okay. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. But, but when you when you reflect back on it, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, you know what? I, you know, you can actually feel better because you didn't compromise yeah. yourself for it. Right. Because I didn't want to. I mean, I'm an actor by trade, but like, I don't, I don't want to have to act my whole year as the Miss, o- Miss Ohio Meg. Like, I wanted to be me. Right. And I wanted to be, you know, like, part of the reason why I loved pageants um, was not even because of the competition. It's because of the appearances you get to do and meeting little kids and having them think I'm a princess and I live in a castle and having one-on-one conversations with them. They're like, wow, this pretty girl with a crown, like spent time with me. I must be really cool. Yeah. And, you know, going to hospitals and hanging out with kids who are really sick and coloring and just making them forget about what's going on in their lives. Um, you know, just singing the national anthem, like just doing, doing the actual job of mm-hmm. the pageant title holder was what I loved so much about it. So the bummer wasn't not winning or like, oh, I'm so embarrassed because I wasn't. The bummer was like, I don't get to do this job. It's like the craziest, longest job interview. Right. Like, what other job interview? Can I see you in a swimsuit, please? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not... No, nobody could get a, no, away nope. with that. HR would be not happy with that. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, I really was just bummed that I didn't have that opportunity to, to do that job right. at that level. Because yeah. the national or the local job was great. I loved it. It was very part-time. And then, you know, your state title, that's another thing. That's full-time. And then Miss America is even crazier. You're traveling. Like, you're not in the same city for more than two days. Yeah. That girl is on call always. Wow. Yeah. So it's almost like, obviously, the pageants are the are sort of the big things and, and can be the big launching point into the next sort mm-hmm. of level. But it almost sounds like they're, they're almost um, necessary distractions from all of the rest of the stuff that the that the title sort of uh, mm-hmm. entails yeah. where it's just like, you know, you're, you're traveling and you're meeting and you're representing and you're talking. And then, and then it's like every once in a while you got to go like, Oh, I have to go do this pageant again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, everyone knows the pageant. Everyone knows the competition. Yeah. Nobody knows like the other 364 days of the year. Right. Where we're actually 
actively doing stuff and going, you know, I, my personal platform, everyone has a personal platform. Mine was the make a wish foundation. Mm -hmm. So I was at the walk for wishes and I was granting wishes and I was meeting kids and like, no one sees that. And, and actually like my boyfriend at the time who I was, um, dating while I was competing, he's like, I didn't really understand why you did pageants until I went to one of your appearances. And then I was like, whoa, this is so you, like, this is so, I get it. I get why you'd want to connect with people. And I've always wanted to be like a role model. I was the youngest of, of the kids in my family. So that kind of gave me that opportunity to be yeah. like, I'm wearing a crown. So people naturally just assume they can walk up to me. Uh, mm-hmm. which is great. And so they sort of start talking and, you know, if I give them the time of day, it just means so much more than if I'm a random person. Of course. So, um, I kind of made it my mission to like be the person that someone meets and then they think highly of pageants because there is that stigma. Yeah. But if I'm normal and I'm cracking jokes and I'm being silly and really honestly connecting with them, yeah. like they can't really, you know, yeah, they can't think anything, but like, wow, pageants must be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, did you find that, that most girls that you sort of competed with kind of held the same views? Uh, I would, and, yeah. And, and kind of were just people. I mean, it, yeah, again, it's just, it's very easy just to assume like, these aren't people. <laughs> right. These are just pretty people. Yeah, they're not You real. know, they're not human beings. <laughs> um, but I assume you met some some really good friends, you yeah. know, or, or people that you still keep in contact with. For sure. I mean, I think the Miss America program specifically brings in high quality individuals Mm -hmm. like most of our um like actually this telecast that just happened a few weeks ago um they were like you know i i'm a graduate of this i'm studying this like they were very focused on their um their skills and their scholarly endeavors mainly because the swimsuit was gone so they had to fill in some other (laughs) way um but it was really cool like our girls become like lawyers and dentists and doctors and nurses and um you know reporters like really really cool things Mm -hmm. um Miss USA is more focused on like modeling and stuff. And there's been amazing successful models out of the Miss USA program. Um, but it's just a different kind of group of people. Right. Um, mainly because of what are, is required of both pageants. Um, but all the girls I met, I mean, with maybe one or two exceptions, super fun, really nice. Um, you're just like, it's like being in college. Like you're surrounded by people of your same kind of age range, same interests. Um, same goals. Right. And, um, you know, I hear like horror stories of like, oh, this girl cut my dress and this and that. Like, I never experienced any of that. Oh, good. It was like one time this girl was like, mm, her talent is not very good off stage. And I was like, oh, how dare you? And I was so offended. <laughs> yeah. And if that's like the worst that I can remember, right. I, I did pretty well. <laughs> she's, but, she's not as good as some of the others, but. Right. No, and she was like <laughs> making fun of her. I was like, how dare you? Yeah. And also like that girl was one of my friends. I was like, that's, that's not cool. Of course. Um, but yeah, I mean, you'll have a few bad eggs. Um, but I mean, I, some of my best friends I met through pageants, like my friend, Karen, I've probably seen her in person maybe four or five times. Mm -hmm. And like two of them were pageants and she's one of my best friends, like absolutely hands down. Um, my friend Danielle and I still stay in touch a lot. Um, tons of the girls from Miss Ohio. It's just, it's crazy that like you can be competitive but we're also competitive with ourselves. Right. Like I want to be the best Meg I can be because I can't be the best Danielle or the best Heather. Like I can't do that. Yeah. So I think I have a healthy kind of view about it. Some girls are probably like, I want to be better than Meg or I want to be better than her. Right. But for me, I'm like, I can't. I literally can just be me. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I was drawn towards girls who were similar and I kind of didn't take myself too seriously, quite honestly. Like I danced backstage. I was cracking jokes on the side. Like, mm-hmm. 
I was kind of just like the goof and the um, comic relief of it all. And um, so, I mean, it, I, I think I played my part. That's I, great. Yeah, I, en- I enjoyed it. I would not go back and do it different. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I think it's made me kind of who I am today. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so the the Miss, so you kind of suggested the Miss USA pageant, does that branch out of the Miss America pageant at so, some point? Or is it running sort of like... It's completely perpen- separate. Or parallel? Parallel, yeah. So it's completely separate. I think in like, so 1921, Miss America started. I want to say 1926-ish. Um, the current Miss America would not pose for publicity photos in a swimsuit. Hmm. I don't know why, because that's like all you wore pretty much. Right. Um, but then the swimsuit provider, Catalina Swimwear, was horrified. So they were like, well, we're going to make our own pageant. So they literally just broke off and did the same thing, but called it Miss USA. Okay. Um, and then they've kind of grown more and more apart as the years go on, because Miss America added talent, uh, which uh, Miss USA does not have. Um, they added like the social initiatives and the interview process is a little bit different. Yeah. So they're similar and everyone like thinks they're the same thing. They're like, Oh, you do Miss America. Do you know Miss Florida? I was like, I don't miss, I don't know Miss Florida USA. Like I know Miss Florida, Miss Florida. Right. Um, so they're completely different programs, completely different companies. Um, so yeah, they're entirely different. Which one? Um, so, uh, again, this is just my ignorance of the subject. So you go from state level to... You go or, local, or you go local state, state, national, national, and that's it for Miss America. Okay, I, that that was my question. Which yeah. one leads into like Miss Universe? Miss Universe. That's Miss USA. That's USA. So USA has the same trajectory, except for they had Miss Universe too, <clears throat> which is funny because Miss Universe started like immediately as Miss USA started. I was trying to do research. I'm like, hey, when did that start? And they're like, immediately. Really? Like that year they had a Miss USA person, and then that person went to win, and the first universe person was Norway. So, like, they had international people. So they had already been doing it? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how it worked out, but that year they're like, we're putting pageants everywhere. So they must have had some sort of Miss Norway USA. That's wild. Yeah. So they completely broke off, and it's, um, yeah, I mean, some girls are like, oh, I don't do that. A lot of the girls do both systems. Oh, really? Because they're very similar. Sure. Especially the girls who don't have a strong talent. They're like, actually, I kind of prefer Miss USA Mm -hmm. um, because they don't need to do that um, talent portion. Is there, does one, um, does, do, are, are, is there an element of like Miss America that, that sort of like looks down on USA or vice versa? I mean, is there like a, you know? Yes and no. I mean, I think both, <laughs> I will watch all of them. Like Miss America, Miss USA, and Miss Universe, I watch every year. Okay. Um, cause they're televised. But, um, I mean, I prefer Miss America just because for my skill sets, it kind of, like, the talent was my best and biggest portion. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, I'm not going to want to rip that away. Um, I competed in one local Miss USA pageant, and I got the judge scores back, and they were like, we wish your dress was sparklier. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, that's what you're well, concerned about? And I won interview. I'm like, well, I won what mattered. So, right. Yeah. So, for me, it was a little bit upsetting. Um, <laughs> but then I was just like, that's just not my, it's not for me. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Um, it was just kind of something I did for fun. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so it's, it. I don't look down on it at all. I think my mom kind of looks down on Miss USA. Oh, really? Um, she's like, it's just so about appearances. I'm like, yeah, it's a beauty pageant. Yeah. It's so. It's kind of inherent in the they name. Have, yeah, they have their merits. I mean, I think I am intrigued and um, entertained by both mm-hmm. pageants at this point. And I've got, like, no stake in the game anymore. Right. The girl who was just Miss Ohio, I knew of her. Uh, we went to the same school, and then... She was a teen com- contestant when I was a Miss contestant. So I knew of her, but I don't, like, know her personally. Mm-hmm. So once she, like, you know, graduates or whatever, like, I won't know anyone. Oh, yeah. So I'll be like, well, I'm just watching it for the fun of watching it So now. You, you have no connection to it at all? No, not anymore. Yeah, this is this was the last year mm-hmm. I would have had a connection to. 
Because the cool thing, something that's interesting that most people don't know, is um, there's this separate pageant that kind of like poaches Miss America contestants um, called National Sweetheart. So the usually it's the first runner up every year mm-hmm. for each state pageant gets it gets uh, invited to this separate, completely separate pageant, and you become like the representative. So I was Ohio's National Sweetheart, Aww. which is like my claim to fame. Yeah, um, and we have to go to like the middle of nowhere. It was Hoopston, Illinois. And we competed um, in the same Miss America style pageant, but mm-hmm. like it wasn't affiliated technically. Um, so yeah, we did we did that National Sweetheart pageant, and that's where I met a lot of girls who then went on to win their state pageants. Okay. So like our te- the tenant girl who was Tennessee's sweetheart became Miss Tennessee. So the year right after National Sweetheart, like all my friends were winning. I was like, holy crap! Like, I know Miss South Dakota. I know Miss Tennessee. I know Miss Florida. Like I was freaking out. Yeah. So um, that's kind of died down now because we've all aged out, is what they call it. Right. Which is a nice way to be like you're old. Yeah. Um, putting it, putting you out to pasture. Right at 24, you're like, and you're done. Ooh, it's only boy. down here from downhill Ooh, from here. Um, so yeah, now I'm like, now I don't know people as personally, so yeah. it'll simply just be entertainment. Not like, Oh, I really love her. Or she's really bad. I don't, I hope she doesn't win. Right. So now it's just like, could you ever like coach or anything? Or have you ever thought about um, like, I could, Yeah. I, I kind of dabbled in interview coaching for a little bit. Um, there is, uh, my friend kind of introduced me to these dancers and they have, it's kind of like dance competitions that have a pageant element. Mm-hmm. Like they have crowns and stuff. It's just not as like crazy about it, but it's like Miss Dance Ohio or something. Um, and they're amazing at dance and the talent is obviously like the biggest majority of the whole thing, but there's interview. And if they don't focus on that, they'll be like, um, I don't know. I guess I like pink because <laughs> it's pretty like I don't, they don't have the polish. Yeah. And so I would literally just go over to the dance studio and have like, I think I had like five sessions, like one after another and just asking them questions and then giving them feedback of like, Hey, that's a fair answer, but maybe pose it in this way. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, maybe that answer you haven't really thought about. Maybe you really need to, like, dig into why you'd want to be Miss Dance Ohio. Right. Because, um, like I said, you have to have an answer for every possible question. Anything could come up. Yeah, like, how would you want to, like, how would you solve world hunger? I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. The politicians have been trying for years, and <laughs> yeah. you think I'm going to do it? You want me to do it? Okay. Right before I get Give into my bikini? Give them and J's. <laughs> like, what are you supposed to do? So I don't know. There ain't enough sandwiches for everybody. I just, <laughs> just make, get on Wonder Bread. Just make more sandwiches. <laughs> um, speaking of which, did you? Um, uh, I mean, what about this? Uh, this this Michigan thing. This Miss Michigan. Michigan. What Miss Michigan? She thing? just did. She, they. I think they didn't. Oh, they just yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah. So they just had the, the last. She got pageant. very political in her, her like intro. Everyone in the intro is like you know, a graduate of Kent State University, majoring in musical theater, minoring in like a million things. Um, I didn't, but they were saying that all their minors. Um, you know, I am, you know, whatever, Miss Ohio. And she was just like, um, she's like from Michigan with, um, it's like the, we're made up of majority of water and none to drink. Yeah. I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. yeah. So she, um, I mean, I applaud her for that because like, hey, oh, it's still national news and it's not getting, yeah. you know the national news it should yeah um so she got pretty political but um other than that the other craziness about miss america this year Mm -hmm. is the fact that um the like the whole ceo like president all that stuff they were fired so the ceo of miss america sam haskell was sending emails yeah like talking really horribly about the past winners like calling them fat like calling them untalented you name it, yeah. like rough. And of course, with this whole Me Too movement and everything, they're gone. 
completely gone. Sure. So Gretchen Carlson, who won Miss Ohio, or Miss, not Miss Ohio, she was Miss Minnesota, maybe. Um, she won Miss America in 19, 1989. And she's now the CEO of the Miss America program, which all of us were like, great, a former Miss America, all women, this is fantastic. Yeah. Not so fantastic. No, why? No. I think the issue is, like, once you're a Miss America, like, you're the only Miss America, like, people around you know. So, like, you are Miss America always. Right. <laughs> so I think there's, like, a mental, like, break because she is running the program. But there's a current Miss America that's more Miss America than she because mm. she's new. But, like, ever since she came in, like, Gretchen was doing all the interviews. Like, they cut swimsuit and Miss America was nowhere to be seen on the, on TV. It was Gretchen talking about it. Oh, wow. So then Miss America wrote a letter to all of her sisters, like, girls, like, I've been silenced. Like, there's, like, a five-page letter if you guys want to Google it. Um, I mean, it's insane. She's like, there's only one Miss America, and it's not me. Um, You know, like, kind of hinting, but being very particular. Right. So um, before the pageant, there was just, like, she started going on talk shows, and she's like, I might get fired. This is completely against my contract. Like, I'm not supposed to be talking the about The current this. Miss America? Mm-hmm. Right. But she didn't get fired. Oh, good. Because it was, like, weeks before the pageant, and they didn't want any more bad press. And Gretchen was like, we never said any of those things. So I don't know who to believe. I mean, I believe Miss America. Sure. Because you don't just say that if it's not true. No, especially if it's if if you are acknowledging in the saying of it, like, I could lose everything yeah. doing this. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I'm just making it up for yeah. no reason. <laughs> just because it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, and there's like there's, there's there's not enough pressure on me just doing this. I, I got to add right. a little more excitement. Right. Well, and there's a whole there's like a whole rule. Like once you're done being Miss whatever, like you're not supposed to wear the crown ever again. Mm-hmm. Like who says you can't in in your room? Right. You know, like I sometimes clean my house wearing a crown because okay. if I need to, cool. just a little pep me up. Cool. Um, a little something about Maggie. Just fun. <laughs> just when I need to. It's been a while, but um, yeah. So you're supposed to like, if you're on an interview, like you're holding the crown. Like mm-hmm. if you're a former Miss America, you can hold it, but you can't wear it. Right. As like a respect of like only one person is wearing that crown for that year, and that's the girl who's currently Miss America. Sure. So it's also another thing of like you aren't Miss America anymore. Like give it up. Yeah. And so I I understand like the urge to like want to be relevant anymore and like want to be the Miss America, but she was you know, 29 years ago. I was like, going to say that it was decades ago. Yeah. I was born in 1989. So I know exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like it was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's kind of the current craziness in the wow. Miss America program. I was going to ask because I obviously didn't know that part, but yeah. I, and I don't want to speak too much because I don't know a lot. No, um, but I love that. But I, um, but, but my wife, Gemma, mm-hmm. you know, Gemma, Yeah. her friend, I think was also a Miss America oh, that's awesome. or part of it. And and was sort of on Facebook actively fighting the the regime yeah. beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was sort of tangentially aware of it sure. because Gemma was sort of ch- tangentially aware of it mm-hmm. and kind of keeping tabs and, and making sure that everything was okay. Right. But but she was like, she was going hard mm-hmm. at it and and really having to fight like this is what's going on. Yeah, you know, leaking some of the emails and like you know. So I do remember. Being um, a part, you know, at least a, 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 a an observer of that as it sort of went down. And mm-hmm. then the day that it was just like, everybody's out, you know, yeah. and it was sort of announced like, and it's a former Miss America who's taking over. So it's interesting now to hear that a few months later that better. it's like, oh, it's not as good as everybody thought. It's just thought. different. Because, I mean, there still are, I don't know if there's emails necessarily, but um, there's definitely communications between like the CEO, Gretchen, and I guess her go-to, I don't even know who it is. Um, about how like 
you know, maybe she wasn't the Miss America they would have chosen. Like, just stuff that's, like, not helpful. Yeah. And, you know, there's typically Miss America and or Miss Ohio has, like, a time where they can talk to the girls. Like, very, like, no crown, no makeup. They're just, like, hanging out. Like, here's what it's really like. Mm -hmm. Because for most people, they don't know Miss Ohio is a job. They don't know Miss America is, like, a job. Um, so they just like, she didn't have that opportunity. Like everyone, she had security around her. She had like Gretchen was in the room. Like she's never been able to just be fully honest and open. Right. And it's like the first year that they've been like watched like a hawk. So I feel sad for her that she didn't have like the beautiful, great year that, you know, most Miss Americas get. Yeah. It's always hard. It's always a hard year, but it's usually beautiful. And when you look back on with, you know, pride, yeah. um, but she's like, I'm, I'm going to be proud of this year because I stood up for myself. And she's she really has a great head on her shoulders. And I'm, I'm proud of her, That's even great. though I don't know who she is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know her well. It's just, there just seems to be so much politically and socially, mm-hmm. and especially with social media and how much information is out there. Like, pageants especially just seem to be just one of those things that, that would very easily find itself in the crosshairs of a lot of these movements and a lot of these things where you know especially if you don't fully understand what it's about or what it is Mm -hmm. you know it it, it, I'm sure it's taking a beating as far as like well we can't do this anymore we're not allowed to talk about this anymore you're not allowed to you know make people feel excluded about this anymore you know and it's just like when you look for examples of all of these things it's very easy to point to like pageants and say this is part of the problem Right. And I I think it's still, some people say it's still like such an archaic thing because it started so long ago Mm -hmm. and it was very, you know, beauty centric. And, um, you know, like now without the swimsuit, they say that like physical beauty has no part of it. Like I, I just don't, I get it. And I think that that's great that we're making it more about our insides than our outsides, but also there's no way around it. Right. Like it's a beauty pageant. Like they're actually calling it a Miss America competition now. It's not even a pageant anymore. So whatever. (laughs) It's just too much. But there's just, like, you can't help it. Like, naturally, like, you're going to, there's going to be some judgments based on the physical yeah. because that's A, what everyone's used to. Yeah. And B, like, you can't completely separate the person. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I hear you. And it's it seems like it's, like, the one thing that's remained steady and, and, and standard throughout this whole time. And now I think it's kind of coming to terms. Like, okay, no more swimsuit, no this. But, like, are they going to change now? you know, the not married rule? Are they going to change the no babies rule? Are they going to, um, there's a rule about being a natural born female. Is that going to change? Right. You know, there's so much that it's like, you know, once you change one thing, it's up for grabs. Like Miss America could be anybody. Yeah. Um, you know, they did, I think they changed the age range. So now you can be up to 25. Um, mm-hmm. crazy. You got one more year. Um, <laughs> Grandma's competing. I know. I'm like, can I come back at 29? <laughs> I'm not allowed, but no. the 25 year old's good. So, wow. I mean, some things are changing, which, you know, I'm all for change. I'm all for positive growth. But um, to take away the one thing that it started as yeah. seems a little like, you know, they're having an identity crisis. Yeah. Well, it's like, um, I'm going to make, what's the, the the ship? The ship of Theseus? It's this It's this idea of, um, you know, it's the story of, of, the, sh- of the ship, mm-hmm. this Greek ship that um, that sailed out and on their journeys they you know wood would go rotten things would happen repairs would be made to the ship and each time they repaired the ship 
um, you know, obviously they would add new planks of wood, and so and and it needed to be repaired so much that by the time it reaches its destination, it's all been replaced. Yeah. So the question is like, is it the same ship that left? Right. Because it's been replaced in pieces. Sure. You know, and it's like, at what point does Miss America just not become Miss America anymore? Mm-hmm. And at what point do you just kind of say, let's just start our own thing, right? Instead of trying to fundamentally pick different parts of this pageant apart until mm-hmm. we end up with something that that just does not doesn't even resemble it, it doesn't even resemble the original and that's i mean that's what the swimsuit thing is like they've i mean they've gone through so many iterations like miss america's still relevant and then they would like add a fashion show part and i'm like that's not necessary <laughs> right. and they had a reality show one year like just like a competition show and the girl who won that competition actually won the whole Miss America she's probably my favorite Miss America Katie Stam from Indiana um she was just so freaking cute Mm -hmm. um but like they just they've always kind of had this crisis of like not knowing who they were and I honestly just think if they stuck to their guns and it was like here's our history like and explaining we're not gonna lose Miss the swimsuit because that's literally how we started yeah I just think having the strength and knowing where you came from would maybe inform the future yeah um but I mean do you think it's a relevance thing do you they, think they're they afraid always, of like? They always talk about how beauty pageants aren't relevant, but mm-hmm. Miss USA never has that like. <laughs> right. <laughs> is, no, no one's ever like Miss USA is not relevant. They're like she's hot. Yeah. Like they don't even have that conversation. Miss USA to me, and, and again, I don't mean to insult anybody who may be listening to this or anybody that you may know. Sure. But Miss USA seems like the penthouse to Miss America's Playboy. Probably. You know what I mean? Probably. Where it's like. Uh, you know, ostensibly they're the same thing, yeah. but one is a just a, level. one's just a little more like this is who we are. Yeah, you know, and the other one's a bit more like no, we're very no, we you you read us for the articles. Yeah, <laughs> you know, sure and it's like you do. yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I think that's probably a fair a fair assessment. Yeah, because um, even Playboy got they they I think they got rid of the pictures for a while, or they got rid of the centerfold. They? Yeah. Oh jeez, what's even the point? <laughs> I, it's back now because I think they realized, but I think I think for a time they were just like. Uh, yep, we are we are oh purely a, a men's magazine with with interesting articles and advice, and people were just like, "No, you're not." No, no, you know, and it's almost <laughs> like the, the swimsuit competition. I feel like might almost be that where in a few yeah. years it's possible, like they come back and they're like, "And eh, just kidding." Right, and it's I don't know. It's even if they like took away talent, like I love the talent portion, but that wasn't initially part of it. Right. So if they took that away, I'd be like, okay, well, not everyone has a stage talent. Like maybe you're an amazing figure skater. Try to do that on stage. Like, <laughs> right. Maybe you're an amazing painter. That can't be done in 90 seconds. Sure. I mean, it could if you're a crazy, like, one of those people at, like, Disney or whatever. But yeah. you really, like, that to me wouldn't have been such a shock. But, like, taking away the very thing that it started as. And, I again, I understand why. Like, I understand it brings up a whole group of people that otherwise felt ostracized. And they felt like, oh, I could never do that. Um, but, again, like, I wasn't, you know, 100% swimsuit ready. And I got there because I needed to. And there's girls who were overweight and lost weight and got into shape and be- became fitness conscious because of the Miss America program. Right. So, I mean, I also have like very high expectations for my own body. So I've got some body issues from it. So I'm not saying it's all good. Yeah. But it's like, it does make me conscious of it and aware that fitness is an important part of life and, and being Miss America. Yeah. So I'm still like meh about the change. I know. And it's so, and look, you have way more... Uh, of a platform to speak to it mm-hmm. one as somebody who has been a part of it but also two someone who is sort of more affected I think with the social change and the social awareness I as a you know 30 something white male have 
no grounds to sure. speak to any of this. And so I'm treading very lightly <laughs> in terms of like my personal opinion. Yeah. But, but you know, it is, it is sort of, I don't know, it's interesting to just without, without any sort of horse in the race mm-hmm. to sort of sit back and just observe and be like, huh, you know, it's almost like a philosophical question of just like, well, is it Miss America still then? Right. You know? Yeah. I don't know. If the pieces and parts aren't the same. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. And I, um, I was watching it at my house and I don't have cable. So I was watching one of those like sling or direct TV things yeah. and it cut out. So then I had to like drive to my parents' house and watch it there. <laughs> so like I missed the whole portion that would have been the swimsuit. So I literally can't, like I need to watch it back and like watch it all the way through. I didn't miss it per se. I didn't miss the swimsuit portion. Right. Um, but like I also didn't see the whole pageant in its entirety. Right. Um, but I think I mean it's exciting. It's like the first thing they do. They're like opening up in their, you know, opening numbers. They're like, Hi, I'm this from this and then they go right in a swimsuit and it's really exciting and I'd be interested to see how the ratings were. Sure. That'd be fascinating. Um, which one was um our current president? Miss USA. Atta- of course it was. <laughs> of course it was. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Because it was huge. It was <laughs> the whole universe. <laughs> <laughs> it was the entire universe. Entire universe. Yeah. Ugh. Um, so is there, uh, what was my question going to be? Oh, oh, so you were, you were sort of speaking about being, being sort of health conscious and things like that mm-hmm. continuing. So what sort of lessons have you carried on, um, since you sort of retired, um, that you, that you sort of still practice or, you know, are there still things that you do that every once in a while that older part of your brain will mm-hmm. go like, we can't do this anymore. <laughs> and then you go, oh wait, yes, I can. Yes, I can. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think in general, I've always kind of been appropriate and I've always just like, I wanted to be likable and um, just kind of proper in a way. Uh, and then I started doing improv comedy when I moved back down to Central Florida. Mm-hmm. And um, I find myself, A, I find I was better off at improv comedy than maybe most because pageant interviews are improv. Sure. Like one of my favorite experiences was I was asked if you could meet with anyone dead or alive for dinner, who would you meet with? And I said, Abraham Lincoln. And they said, why? And I was like, um, and then the, it dinged and I was like, thank you for your time. And I left. I had no follow up. You didn't have an answer. I literally just said something. Right. And then I was like, why, why? And I was like, I don't know. Like I was going to talk about the, like emancipation proclamation, but I don't know anything. So I was like, ah, I got to go by. <laughs> so like, I think I honestly had like improv experience by doing pageants. Yeah. Cause I'd be like, my favorite color is blue. And then I would come out of my mouth. I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. I was like, because of the sky and I would just have to yes and myself. You had to yes and yourself. Yeah. Um, so it was a whole bunch of that, and um, so I st- so in, in improv comedy, uh, I get a lot of notes about like being too real and like too um, not real, but like too I don't proper, I guess, mm-hmm. and like all my characters like are confident and like yeah, in, and so it, it took a while to be like, oh, uh, I can look like an idiot on stage, and that's actually preferable. Yeah, sometimes, or at least yeah. I can allow myself to like in one in the all women's class we did. Um, I like for some reason someone endowed me as like blind and deaf. And for some reason I fell to the ground because apparently that's what I thought I needed to be at the moment. (laughs) Very offensive. If you woke up with no eyes and no ears, I mean, what would you do? You would probably collapse to the ground. So I did that and I was, I like collapsed to the ground and I was like crawling. And then Amanda was like, that's your best work. (laughs) And so I was like, okay, like I can let myself, right. She's like, let yourself be ugly. I was like, Oh, that's hard for me. Yeah. I know I'm, you know, I don't have to be the perfect prettiest person ever, but I just always, have that like resting happy face of like, I'm happy she won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like I have to constantly um, like go against it and, and fight the urge to be poised. Right. All the time. Yeah. 
Um, I think that's a note that I may have given you too in I class. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Without even knowing kind of the background of yeah. it. But yeah. It's a, it's a significant thing, especially in improv. It is something that I, that I find myself telling, especially to a lot of females. Yeah. Of like, and, and you know, and, and the thing is, it's like, when, when I say ugly, and I assume Amanda means the same thing. I mm-hmm. can't speak for her. But, you know, when we say don't be ugly or, or don't be afraid to be ugly, it means, you know, it really is a way of saying, like, don't be afraid to show vulnerability. Sure. To make, you know, to make those choices like falling on the ground and crawling around that maybe don't make sense in the moment, mm-hmm. but knowing that it's going, it's going to, you well, know, yeah. that it's justifiable and that it's, that it's probably more interesting than the choice to just sit there and, you know, as if millions or hundreds of people <laughs> are watching you at all times and you have to be, you have to be on, you have to be on. No. And I think it's in general that it, it widened my vision of what I could be on stage in mm. improv because I would, like there's a very small percentage of the population who act the way that I was acting so I could only be those types of characters. Yeah. Um and you know it's really liberating to be able to be like no I don't have to. Like I I can be goofy. I can say something that's kind of silly or maybe a little edgy. Um you know I can I can go there and it yeah. gives me the ability to. And that's also why I like improv because it's just it's such a foil. Apparently I go from like zero to hero. So I go from like <laughs> super shy to pageants. Yeah. And then I go from like, you know, super stoic to like crawling on the floor and just being crazy. But it's I think it going from A to Z kind of helps me find that middle ground. Yeah. Of, you know, how can I still be me and be true to myself? So naturally I'm gonna always kind of give myself more agency in a scene and be more confident um, until I'm endowed as like a popper or something and then I'll adjust accordingly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of been something that has been a struggle, but also I think my stage presence in general has helped me with mm-hmm. improv comedy. Um, and then like, you know, I'm starting to, you know, work on hosting and that's a whole thing. Like, don't be pageanty, like welcome to Sacconi <laughs> Lab. So I'm trying yeah. to, you know, trying to be like, who's Meg and then who's pageant Meg and right. like trying to use what I learned, but then also kind of, Go into Meg 2.0. Right. Now there's Miss America 2.0, and now there's Meg 2.0. Meg 2.0. Yeah. Yeah. We're get, we're we're leaving Meggie behind. Yeah, Meggie's so <laughs> gone. Even in the car, I was like, I can't believe I was Meggie for so long. How do you spell Meggie? M e g g i e. I e. Yeah. So okay. if people want to see all my pageant stuff, that's how they'd have to find it. With a little heart over the eye. Oh, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's. I mean, it's it's cool that you know. I think it speaks a lot to your personal character, and I'm I'm saying this because, like I said, there are a lot of misconceptions I think about mm-hmm. pageants, and 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 what's cool is that. You know, here now we have somebody who, you know, you you recognize something in yourself and you throw yourself into the complete opposite. And and through that, you know, there's growth. And it's just like it speaks it speaks to your character that you you not only have that self-awareness about yourself, you're clearly um, you know, you're clearly intelligent and not afraid to look silly Mm -hmm. in something that traditionally seems like that's the last thing that you want to do. Right. You know, but that. But that you are still a representative of this, you know, and that and and that it's not just all vapid, bitchy, you know, mean girls yeah. who only care about their looks, mm-hmm. walking around, you know, doing this thing. But it's just like it's 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 people, yeah. you know, and it's sort of like on a on a on another scale. That's sort of what we're talking about in in our improv scenes too. It's mm-hmm. like just be a just be a person, be a person, and it's so nice and refreshing to uh be reminded that that the people who who do these pageants that that would be very easy to 
just sort of judge and pass off as mm-hmm. just being like, ugh, you know. Right. Or, or it's just like, oh no, you're you're making a choice. You're bettering yourself through this, you know. And it's yeah. it's actually it's actually quite interesting and, and, and fascinating when you really get down to the details of it. Yeah. I mean, and it's kind of like a sorority. Like if you ever meet someone who's done it before, um, like you automatically have that like, you know, oh, cool. Like we've both been through this. Yeah. Um, and it was actually funny. Some A girl who I met at um, National Sweetheart, she was Florida Sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I came to my level one at SAC Comedy Lab to do improv and I was like, she looks so familiar. It was her. Oh, really? We had met at Sweetheart and I was like, what? Kaylin, you're here? Oh, so like cool. it, it's insane and we had only you know spent a weekend with each other and along with you know 30 other women um but like that bond was immediately like ah i like that's so crazy i yeah. moved here i have no friends anymore because i've been gone for 15 years and immediately i have a friend yeah from someone i met in illinois right like that's just super cool and she was obviously one of the good ones who like you know, we could, we could just talk super openly about it. So I was like, well, how did Miss Florida go? <laughs> like, yeah. We can just be very open. And, you know, so I've really stuck and held on to those girls who are very much like me and very like, we did this, you know, I'm not gonna, like, I don't wear sequins anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, I still like glittery things, but my wardrobe has changed immensely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's still a part of me, but I think I am still a representative and I always will be of the Miss America pageant and competition. Um, but I'm still, you know, I'm myself and I can grow and I can be different and, and move on with my life, but still be like, no, it's a great thing. I would recommend it to anybody. Um, you know, if my kids eventually want to do it when they come up with it on their own, sure. I'm not going to push it on them. Um, it's not for everybody, but for me, it was a huge um, like that and acting were the only ways that I would have been able to like speak to any other human that wasn't my family. Mm-hmm. I was just so ridiculously shy. Um, so yeah, I think, I think pageants helped me get my first job cause I was good in the interview. Um, they've helped me, you know, I, now I own a business and I, I have to sell myself all the time and sell my services. Sure. And, um, I mean, I, I don't think I could have done that without pageants. Yeah. As long as your clients don't ask about Abraham Lincoln. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, he had a hat. I don't know. I like to style. <laughs> Did you answer it now? No. Oh, well, who the, who's the person? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously I wouldn't say Abraham Lincoln. Um, Why? You still don't have a reason? No. Come up with a reason right now. Why would you have? I thought he was, I think he's pretty legit. He went against the grain. He, <laughs> he had thoughts that not everyone agreed with and he was just like, I'm going to do it. Okay. So I think that's what I wanted to say, but I was 13 and I didn't know how to say it without being like. You know, hey y'all, Abraham Lincoln's pretty legit. Yeah, Abraham Lincoln's like really cool. Like, he was a fan of all people, so I'm a fan of him. Like, I don't know. He's like super legit, and his arms were like longer than a normal person's arms. Were they? Yeah, that's a weird fact about Abraham Lincoln. Okay. He, uh, he was like freakishly strong. Yeah, he used to wrestle. He was like tiny though, around, right? He I was, his... he was a rail. Yeah, he was yeah. like thin, he was very tall, and his arms were abnormally long, <laughs> and he was strong. That's why. And so he would wrestle and he would literally just wrap people up and not let them go because you could not break out of his grip. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, there's, there's a little something about Abraham there Lincoln. There you go. See, that's, that's probably what my answer would have been had I known that because he can wrestle. <laughs> yeah. He had like freakish strength. Yeah. He could wrestle anybody. <laughs> he was legit. <laughs> He'd take his shirt off and his hat would stay in place. <laughs> I want to have lunch with that. Right? Who wouldn't? So who would you have, who would you have dinner with now? Alive or dead? I think it would be, it would honestly be my grandma um, on my dad's side because I never got to meet her, mm-hmm. but I'm named after her. And the only kid that was like named after someone rather than just like, oh, here's a name 
So that's partially why I wasn't called Margaret growing up is because that was her name. Sure. Um, but they obviously did that as like an ode to her. Um, but my dad, my dad always says like, oh, she would have loved you. She would have been so proud of you. So I really like would have loved to just like, who is Margaret Mary? And like, what, what is it about her? Yeah. And I, he sees um, a lot of like similarities in us, mm-hmm. even though obviously I have no, nothing to go on. Right. Um, so I, yeah, I'd really love to, to sit down with her. Mm. And then someone that people actually know, I would love to meet <laughs> with Kristen Chenoweth. Okay. She has like the Broadway career that I would always want. Yeah. She plays all the roles that I would play. Okay. So I'd love to just pick her brain. And I heard she's like, great. You have one glass of wine in her and she's just a hoot. Yeah. She's like five feet. So one glass of wine takes her. Five feet, but freakishly long arms. <laughs> Everyone I love. <laughs> I think Margaret Mary, my grandma might have had freakishly She long. could wrestle. She could wrestle. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Your grandma, she could, she could Everyone throw down with that. the best of them. <laughs> Uh, cool. Well, um, uh, you know, uh, I've already asked you your pageant question. Now mm-hmm. I'll ask you the uh, what am I missing question, yeah. which is um, if there was one thing that you wish that I could have asked about or would have asked about or that you we just didn't get to, but yeah. you think is interesting or you want to say, like, what would it be? Um, I think. Oh, here's something. Yeah. Um, I. I was thinking a lot about pageants ever since we, you know, confirmed that we were going to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's been a while. I need to like refresh. Something that I just recently remembered is, um, although the girls weren't bitchy and, and, and rude, there were anonymous message boards. Oh yes. Every like Miss America has its own. I uh-huh. mean, it's not like affiliated by any stretch, but like right. there's a Miss America board. There's a Miss Ohio board. Like every state pageant has their own. And, um, I didn't realize this till like a few years in, but like people would just tear girls apart and like, who knows who they are. They could be moms. They could be pageant coaches. They could be other girls. Probably not, but right. it's usually like the adults or like the people who are like has-beens from years past. But it's, it's definitely internal. Oh, for sure. It's not like. Well, because people the, knew stuff. The general public doesn't have access to these. these this is no. people who are in. Well, no, the general public could, like you can just like Google it and find it, but like you people would talk very specifically about girls right um like even with local pageants like oh who's competing and then they'd have a list they're like oh well meg's gonna win yikes like or whatever yeah and like one time i remember um so this is like the only like bitchy part about pageants but it wasn't the girls in person um one one time i was in a a pageant and like i looked on the message boards after it was one of those things like you don't want to look but you kind of have to sure um just to see what people are saying and someone's like yeah i I think Meg's bulimic. I was like, what? Like, I was like, am I? Like, that's news to me. Um, and they said it because she kept going to the bathroom a lot. Oh. So I was like, A, it was someone who like told them I was going to the bathroom a lot, but also I was drinking hella water. I was sick and I needed to sing <laughs> yeah. later. So yeah, I was peeing a lot. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. But I was just like, oh, that's insane. Yeah. That, like they took that little piece of information. Meg's going to the bathroom a lot. Mm, she must be throwing up. Right. There's only one option here. Only one option, even though there's yeah. no vomiting noises she's a silent thrower upper like <laughs> yeah. what is that yeah so it's not that she's drinking a lot of water or no. she's got a possible like uti yeah you maybe, don't know maybe we need to check and ask her if she's okay maybe she's not okay <laughs> yeah like i don't know no so that was, she's bulimic she must be Ugh. um she's talking about eating sandwiches and sending them out to feed the world yeah and then she's just throwing hers up silently yeah how dare her she's what like... a hypocrite <laughs> so yeah there were those and that was like a little bit um yeah, that, that was a little hairy to navigate. Yeah. Um, that's the worst that you ever read about yourself, though? 
that was the most just like blatantly ridiculous. Right. Um, like if someone was like she, Meg wasn't on her best, I'd be like, fair, true. <laughs> like I'm into like honest criticism. Yeah. Um, in ways I can get better. So if it's fair, I'm like, okay, noted. Um, but sometimes it was just like, um, or it would just like I. There was one time where I won. I went to Miss Ohio my first time. I got top ten, which is pretty cool for your first time. Mm-hmm. Then I went back to prelims, and I was like, my first preliminary. I'm a god. I'm gonna get this. Like, I'm fresh off Miss Ohio. It took me three times to win. I kept getting first runner up and it was so frustrating. Yeah. Um, and so people would be like, oh, Meg really should have won. And I'm like, I know. And it was so hard to like have other people share that with me. Right. Um, I was just like. Especially they... anonymously. Yeah. And if they were like, you know what? She really, really deserved it. I would be like, okay, cool. I can be at peace with it. But if everyone else was like, yeah, what the heck was that? It made me just extra mad. Sure. Of course. So, I mean, for the most part, there wasn't a ton of bad stuff about me specifically. Um, and I ended up kind of like ignoring it towards the end of it because I kind of didn't care. It was just so yeah. drama. I was like, I'm just going to do me and figure this out. Um, but yeah, that's the one thing that I like had blissfully forgotten about until I like remember. I was just thinking about it. I was like, yeah, that was fun. <gasps> oh, the yeah. The message board. The internet exists. The internet. Well, I heard that um, I heard that Maggie has a tail. So yeah. that's what no, I heard. No, it's true. Because, I mean, you see a lot of the pageant girls backstage. You got to go from gown to swimsuit. So they saw my tail. I'm just saying. Yeah. I didn't see it myself, but I heard some things. <laughs> I heard a few things. She went to the bathroom, so she, she probably has a tail. She's obviously a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> lizards love going to the bathroom. Yeah, lizards are all about it. Um, well, Meg, thank you so much. This, Like yeah. I said, I, I had a million questions. You answered half of them. Perfect. Um, and and I'm so glad that you sat down with us. This has been so eye-opening. Yeah, um, I've, I've, I've learned things too. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln specifically. Yo. <laughs> um, have, we, have we remembered Vanessa's name yet? No. Nope. Okay. Vanessa, wait, Vanessa White. I think that's it. No, it's not. No. I don't know. No. Oh, God. I want to Google it so bad. I know. You can say it in your intro. I'll say it in my intro. <laughs> um, or my outro. We'll figure it out. Whichever. Okay. Um, anyway, thank you so much for coming down. Yeah. And um, yeah, wonderful conversation. And thank you so much for listening to the end. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. What Am I Missing is edited, produced, and hosted by me, Brett Walden, with original music by Anthony Smith. Special thanks to Maggie Whitman, if for nothing else, making it so that none of us will ever forget the name Vanessa Williams ever again. If you would like to know more about me or listen to past episodes, you can find it all at facebook.com slash whatamimissingpod. If you have any questions, comments, or curses about anything you heard today, you can email me at whatamimissingpodcast at gmail.com. And please make sure to rate us on whatever app you choose to listen to podcasts on. And tell your friends about us. Don't make me beg pretty please now here is a preview of next week's episode no he wrote it down and he stamped it and he like made a promise to himself that said by 1980 i will be the best known oriental movie star in the united states and will have secured 10 million dollars wow yeah it's a pretty lofty goal yeah but he also followed it up with an action (laughs) right (laughs) right he followed it up with and in return I will give the very best acting I could possibly give every single time I'm in front of the camera and I will live in peace and harmony. Mm. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>